welcome to this episode of Kingdom Lifestyle Moments on Sounded Plain, brought to you by 787 Generation, where we are training a generation to be wholeheartedly in love and ready for the return of Jesus, based on the scripture in Psalm 78, 7. That's the sound we're all looking for, the shofar, when Jesus returns. In the meantime, I want to help you tonight get out of the pit. When you're in a pit, don't despair. You may be in a pit now, or you may have just come out of a pit. I'm not talking about a hole in the ground. I mean where you feel overwhelmed. Life, circumstances, the enemy, sometimes God... Or we just do dumb things and we put ourselves in a pit. We make bad decisions. We make bad relationships. We make bad choices. Our people take advantage of us. We get sick. We lose loved ones. We have relational problems. We lose jobs. And the stuff of life just overwhelms us and we get in a pit. But hey, you're in good company. If you're in a pit, think about how you got there. I'm sure you have. You've probably wondered, how am I going to get out of here? It's not fun being in a pit. Hopelessness, despair, lack of trust, insecurity, rejection, all these emotions, they take our mind. We lose our joy. Can you really have joy in the pit? Can you trust God in your pit? Hey, I know I've been in some pits in my life. I want to talk to you tonight about some men in the Bible, and particularly one named Joseph. I had some issues like Joseph. I had big plans. I had dreams. And God used some pits to humble me. There was some men in the Bible, and there was a man named Daniel. He got put in a pit because he wouldn't worship the king, or he wouldn't worship his gods. But then the king, when Daniel came out of that pit with the lions, the king knew whose god was real. Then there was a prophet named Jonah that ran. He had a high calling, a special commission, and he didn't want to do it, but God put him in a fish pit a belly of a fish that's a pit nasty pit but it's a pit then there was a guy over there treading grapes God needed to raise up somebody out the pit to go fight their enemies the enemies of Israel his name was Gideon he was like the scum of the scum his family was the scum of all the his tribe and that tribe was the scum of Israel And he was the scum of his tribe and of all Israel. The least likely person. Because he was treading grapes in a pit where the angel found him. So what I'm trying to tell you is, you may be in that pit, but God's got plans for you. Don't turn to drugs and alcohol. Don't turn to pornography. And don't turn to things of this world. Don't try to find your way out say well what do you mean find my way out well you probably 
didn't get there by yourself. And only one person can get you out the right way, and that's Jesus. You see, there was a lady named Corey Ten Boom who wrote a story called The Hiding Place. And in that book, and then later they made a movie, she uh, talks about her life and um, helping Jews in the Holocaust. And she says that no matter how deep a hole you dig, that Jesus is right there beside you, digging it with you. Wow. I like that because every time I got in a place of despair and hopelessness, I remembered, oh yeah, Jesus is here. I I will not doubt Jesus. Which brings me to our, our, our subject tonight, Joseph, over there in the last chapters 39 and on to the end of Genesis it's a whole lot written about him because it's very important Joseph was a dreamer God gave him these big dreams and God had plans for him he told his brothers you're going to bow down to me they got mad at him his father, his mother you see Joseph was the favored son of of the favored wife they didn't like that. He was the oldest of that bunch, but yet he was one, of the the second to the youngest of all of Jacob's sons. And he had this pride thing going. Y'all gonna bow down to me? So they didn't like that, and God didn't like it either. He didn't like that pride. So they took him out, told his daddy an animal killed him, blooded up his coat that represented the nations threw him in a pit and he stayed there till till some enemies of his granddaddy the Ishmaelites enemy of his family come along and they bought him pulled him out so be careful when you're in the pit who comes along to bring you out it might not the devil himself might pull you out and throw you in a deeper pit well, Joseph gets raised up to this prominent man named Potiphar. He's uh, like a big official in the government. And Joseph becomes a leader in that household. And, and ultimately, he has control over everything except his wife, which causes problems because he didn't, he didn't want anything to do with Mrs. Potiphar. So she turns him in and says he tried to rape her, which he didn't because, you see, God looked at Joseph. He said, you know what? He's not quite ready to do what I want him to do. He's not quite ready to be my mouthpiece to Pharaoh, my prophet, my mouthpiece. Because that's what a prophet is. He's the mouthpiece of God. So God allowed him to go to the prison, and he allowed um, a cupbearer and a baker to come along. He interpreted their dreams, and then the cupbearer goes back out. He says, I'm going to remember you, but he doesn't. Anybody ever forgot about you? They promised to do things, and they didn't. They said, I'm going to bless you. And it turns out you end up doing all the blessing, and you do everything. But you see, you got to forgive them. you got to forgive them, because Joseph later in his story, he forgave those that put him in the pit. Because had they not put him in the pit, he would have never made it to the to the Pharaoh's palace. He would have never made it to be God's man to, to feed the nations. He would have never been the mouthpiece of God because 
God had a plan and God orchestrated things for Joseph's favor. So what I'm telling you is trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in Him. Don't lean. Remember, Jesus is walking there in the pit beside you. Now, it might just be a tiny hole, but if you keep digging it deeper, it will become a pit. So, let Him work in your heart. Let Him work in the circumstances. Give everything to the Lord and trust in Him. He is your guide because He's got great things for you. Your favor, the favor of God is on you because you're a child of God. And I trust that you, you will come to realize that. And I want to leave you with a couple of resources. Um, you can The book on rejection by Joyce Meyer and also her book, Battlefield of the Mind. I highly recommend it. It deals with the strongholds of the mind. And because ultimately that's what we're talking about is our perceptions. And hey, stop complaining. I mean, pass the test and, and enjoy God, enjoy life in the kingdom. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Check me out over on Sound It Plain on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and my, my web page. And also, I have a, 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 a professional email if you want to email me, joey at rideatplane.com. So be blessed. And we'll see you next time.